Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Monday, Monday. Just another manic Monday. Let's get rolling. is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you live from our Carrier Zone studios in Vivid Arena. Austin Horton across the glass from me, producing, of course, and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello. I'm breathing a big sigh of relief that my Cleveland Browns came through yesterday. Your Cleveland Browns? Mm-hmm. They're, they're your Cleveland Browns now? Well, they were because I did. I was doing everything I could to avoid uh, another one of those horrific, incriminating audio. Did it's anybody, pronounced Porsche. Did anybody lose? Did we all no, win. We all came away. Gordon's game was closer than uh, most, but yeah. So now, how how are we going to work <laughs> this? How are we going to work this in the playoffs? Well, I won the 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 whole season. I only had three losses. Oh, that's right. You guys that's had four losses. Oh, so thankfully it's over. But I'm glad you bring this up <laughs> because I'm a glutton for punishment, apparently. But it's kind of weird that the, the Steelers and Browns played yesterday and they'll rematch in the first round. And it'll count this time because the Steelers are going to roll them. And the Titans are rematching with the Ravens, who last year, you remember, I won I a bet yeah, with a Gordon big, on that one. Big there, there, is, on that there is one. no way. I'm not going to do it again. I was going to say, you picked the Browns yesterday. We should make you pick the Browns again. <laughs> no. And I'll stick no. with the Titans in the first round. No. 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 That would be unfair. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> you've had enough? Exactly. You've had, a, you've had your fill of, uh, of the I think regular Sertag should be in the NBA Hall of Fame. You know, I think it's about time you guys um, <laughs> ease off a little bit, you know. Although you were as punished as many times as I was, Jake. So. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Austin did barely better. Barely. Wait, you're supposed to wash your underwear? Wow. Yeah, what, a, what a terrible segment. He, how come he never plays his? It's I have pierced nipples. There you go. He, he does. That's the worst of the three, too, so. That one is that funny. Is pretty bad. That is pretty. Uh, that is pretty funny. Yeah. Austin, Another thing, Austin in his curious personal life. I have yes, pierced nipples. Hi guys, I got pierced nipples. <laughs> hey guys, what? I got pierced nipples. Hey guys, I got pierced nipples. Woohoo! Pierced nipples. What do Austin and Governor Cuomo have in common? <laughs> um. Well, another thing, you guys, as it pertains to the NFL, another thing you guys wow. need to uh, to back off on. All right. Okay. You ready? No. Jeez. How about giving Tom Brady a little credit? Oh, please. 
Oh, please, 40 touchdown passes, the most since 2007, and he tied his all-time record uh, personally for that, and he threw for over 4,500 yards this year, and you guys were just crapping on him all year long. Yeah, he's all right. I mean, they they didn't even win their division, right? Let's wait and see how he cheated this year. (laughs) I don't think he did. He bucked. He bucked that trend. I don't think see, he did. He's been see, cheating his whole career. Why would there. we? See, yeah, you got to stop and uh, think. Right. He's been cheating his entire career. Why would he stop Buck. now? I we all got it, Gordon. It landed, nailed it. I don't think you did. I think you just r- 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 ran right over that. <laughs> oh, hilarious! Oh. Because he plays on the Buccaneers. Oh, that's good. I'll save that one. Yeah. See, now that's the response I was going for. Actually, no. Now you're being sarcastic. So. He's had a heck of a year for a 43-year-old man. Come on, guys. Yeah, he's all right. He didn't cheat this year. He probably did. And Aaron Rodgers is way better. And he's like 105 years old, too. No, he's not. Ryan Tannehill won his division. Yes, Ryan Tannehill actually won his division. Yeah, but so what? Actually, Alex Smith won his division. True. What did Alex Smith do that Tom Brady didn't? Compare the records. Worked hard. Yeah, compare, didn't the, compare, didn't compare the records, guys. Compare well, the records. <laughs> it, did they, did he win his division or not? We all we're saying is he didn't win his division. Compare the records. Well, it's we're not talking about the records, Gordon. We're talking about the division, the divisions. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Did the and by the way, did the what, did you, what did you what did you think about what what the Eagles did? You know, I, what do you, I mean, there's something just fundamentally wrong about that, is there not? Okay, so here, right out of the gate, here's my hot take. He should be fined. The not 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 just Coach uh, Peterson, right? The the franchise should absolutely be fined here. Because here's my take on tanking. Listen, if you put out a young roster and you're trying to to build with young guys, and you don't hate the fact that you're going to have a better draft pick, but game to game. You know, the guys you're putting out there are, are giving it their all, et cetera. You know, like, okay, mm. that kind of tanking I can live with. I get that. Strategic uh, roster rebuild, that is 100% a thing. But to throw a game in the middle of the game is obscene. And that's what he did. And and yeah. in my opinion, there's no coincidence that the big story before the game was that he was extended. They said, go out there and lose this football game. And he said, well, geez, I don't, I mean, I want to have a job. I'm not going to try. And they said, we'll give you the extension. Go out there and lose one for the Gipper. And that's, I, there's no other, it was so blatant. I think they should absolutely be, and, and that's the franchise, by the way. Yeah. I don't believe the coach wanted to do that because he's coaching his guys. He's trying to win. I, I think the franchise asked him to do it and gave him a contract extension and said, go out and lose this football game. And I, I, and I think it's, I, it's the re, it, it harms the integrity of the game. Yes, it does. I mean, it's the reason that gambling is illegal in sports, yes, you know? I mean, exactly, it's the same Jake. thing. And I, exactly. I, you I, just I, hit that one out of the park, Jake. That is a great analogy, and I, I think it is similar. It does. It diminishes the integrity of the game. So I, I, it was shame on those eagles, and it was so blatant. I mean, yeah. so blatant. I mean, to just put Al- in that although, quarterback like that, or or go for it on the fourth down where they turned it over on downs, and then put <laughs> and then take out the quarterback. 
and uh, put in some some dude that we've never heard of, and then after the game to go, well, he's put in his time with the team. We were just trying to get him a few snaps to get a look at him. He's been with the team for four years. Yeah. You've looked at him plenty. Stop it. <laughs> I, I, I stop I think it. You guys are missing an opportunity here. Are you not entertained? I loved it. I what? loved the blatant. We're just going to do this and then lie to everybody that we're not really uh, doing this. I well, I I found it hilarious. Okay, I see the the hilarity of it. I do. I get it. But it, I mean, just to get your your rivals. The point of sport, and I feel like I'm Gordon Monson here. Uh, because right, this feels good. like something Gordon would say. But the, You're looking more handsome. Too. The, the <laughs> point of sport is to compete to win. And you can't go into a game. I mean, you can't throw a game. That that can't be a thing. Yeah, you, apparently you can, and it is. <laughs> I'd agree with you, Gordon, but then we'd both be right. Yeah, no, right, well, which is why I think they should find him. I really do. Yeah, that was that was unfortunate. And it's not like it's it's not like the Giants really deserved anything. I mean, <laughs> but but still, that the way that happened uh, was objectionable. Yeah, that's terrible. I mean, and it, while we're ripping people connected to the NFL, how about the ref who called the roughing the passer play against Detroit? Did you see that yeah, play? I did. Did that look like roughing the passer to you? No, it did not. No, it looked like Tim Donahue was involved. Yeah, I, I that could be a I, different type of corruption. Yeah, I agree, Austin. <laughs> I'm not making a joke. Oh, you think, are you throwing an accusation? You bet you're bippy I am. That was pretty egregious. <laughs> yeah, I just I just don't, I mean, I've watched a lot of football in my time, and I know you guys have too. I, I, I haven't seen many calls like that one. In fact, very few, very few, like one hand. Well, here's the that thing. That was bad. I would like a definition of that rule because that rule has changed over the years. I mean, you cannot get away with what you could get away with 20 years ago. That is, that is certainly true. But I, you know, I would love to talk to the referee about why that was against the rules because apparently I have no idea. You say we've been watching a lot of football and know what the rule is. I apparently I don't. <laughs> Uh, really, apparently I have no idea what the rule is. Yeah, because there's been a bunch where they, they finish the tackle a little tougher like or they used to. slam them to the ground. Yeah, which was okay yeah, yeah. 20 years ago. Right, uh -huh. which and, apparently is not now. But that didn't happen no. on that play. No, He uh, laid him sweetly to the ground. Yes, what I, what I saw on that play was like, okay, if what do you want the defender to do? Does he have to move his body completely out of the picture, not to land any part of him on top of the quarterback in order to protect him? I, it, it's, that was goofy to me, man. I, I just thought that was really bad. Agreed. But we have a whole lot of playoff games coming up this week, and that's cool because I love the NFL playoffs. It's just fantastic. And the fact that they've been expanded six games this weekend – that's pretty cool. I like it. All right, uh, let's. There's a lot going on. It's kind of a random spot to start, but uh, start out the new year. But yeah, good. That's good. Shame on the Eagles. I like that. I like shaming people. <laughs> Actually, I don't really. Uh, let's uh, let's get to the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 the zone and the zone sports network donovan ball fakes on walker baseball pass across to o'neill rotates to bogdanovich one dribble to his left settles himself for three and hit bogdanovich contested corner three perfect donovan attacks bounces up to bogdanovich angle left one dribble to his left hits again boyan bogdanovich
Bogdanovich with his fifth three of the night, 23 on the night, and the Jazz are up 21. And that's five straight threes the Jazz have made in this third quarter. I mean, I'm feeling I'm feeling way better. We won and I played I played well. So finally, we put it together those those two things. I mean, we started a game with uh, with the offense for me. I get in a game with the easy two and and, and two free throws. So that really really helped me to get my my rhythm back. Gordon, the Utah Jazz take apart the San Antonio Spurs, uh, <laughs> one thirty to one oh nine, and uh, looked very good doing it. Um, also, during while well, you had a few days off, uh, the Jazz did beat the Clippers and looked better. Uh, maybe not as good as uh, they did against the Spurs, but they also did not look good uh, against the Suns. So, um, but what we saw last night, I, I don't know if uh, it, it was as good as the Portland victory to start off the year, but the Jazz looked really good against the Spurs. Yeah, I agree with you on that. They got to solve the turnover problem. They're sloppy at the offensive end at times, but uh, you know, I, I just am a stickler for that. I know there are others who don't think it's as big a deal, but I do. How do you explain that they had 19 against the Spurs, but won by 21 points? Yeah, that wouldn't well, appear they, to be they, a very important stat, now, would it? Well, it's, it, 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 there's always outliers. <laughs> There's always outliers. You know that. You're not married to any statistics, are you, Jay? Uh, Donovan and Mitchell actually brought up the turnovers in his in his post game as something they need to tell. Well, he up, was one so of the egregious go. offenders. But uh, you know, you know he had on three trips down the floor. I think he had he threw the ball to the wrong guy. Yeah. I mean, he looked he looked like a a back back backup quarterback for the Eagles. But 19 is an obscene amount of turnovers and they still scored 130 points and won by 20. Yeah, I mean that's what but Jake that's what and I'm sure you've talked about this and talked about it and talked about it. But when they, this is the way it's going to go for the Jazz this year. When they shoot the ball well, they're going to look terrific. And when they don't shoot the ball well, they're going to look, not look very good. And they shot. If I told you beforehand that they were going to shoot 55% overall and 50, better than 51% from three, you would have chalked that up with a big old W, wouldn't you? Yeah. And now, I don't know about win. the free throw shooting at 57%. That seems kind of weird. But uh, anyway, they shot the ball so effectively and really did well from three. They won a 41 from three. And then uh, Rudy Gobert still can play a little defense. Yeah, Rudy has been uh, consistently terrific so far this season, and and he played, um, even though he only had the seven points, he played uh, terrific uh, against. By the way, what's the deal with Shaq? Oh, Shaq saying all you have to do is average uh, average eleven points to make over two hundred million dollars. I mean, has he not seen what Rudy does at the defensive end? You think that the guy used to block shots uh, would have some appreciation for that? Uh, I think Shaq looks at the the two hundred and five million dollars or whatever it is and says, uh, "Man, if if he's worth that much, how much was I worth?" Well, he'd, he'd get the supermax. Well, uh, it, when he played, that was significantly less. Yeah, well, that's whose fault is that? <laughs> it's, it's nobody's fault, but I'm I'm sure that's how he looks at it. Yeah, still has a net well, worth of four hundred million dollars. Yeah, he's doing fine. Yeah, I think but but right. you know, Shaq is one of those types of guys. When you're talking about somebody else, he goes, "Wait, wait, why aren't you talking about me?" <laughs> Did I you know be. that they pay him sixty million a season to do that show? To do uh, TNT? No, I did not know that. Holy moly! That What's can't be Chuck right. Get? Maybe. What does Chuck get? How much does uh, does Shaq get for the general? Well, that's this says his salary <laughs> is sixty million. I think that's got to include all that stuff. That can't yeah. just be his. 
His TNT that deal. Can't oh, so what's that? What's that balm he advertises to rub in your back or I see whatever's hot. hurting you? Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's what's that weird balm? I see hot. I've never tried icy hot. Does that work? It works. Does that work? It works. Uh, avoid certain areas with it. Though. <laughs> really? Is it like the atomic bomb? Does it get you if you go certain places? Have you, you never heard of uh, the, the 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 prank? You know that you do in baseball or, or football. Yeah, I've heard that with atomic bomb. I didn't know. Icy what is hot. atomic bomb? I thought that was a popsicle. <laughs> Look it up. I bet it, you know you can. Okay, wait a minute for a second. You've never heard of icy hot, but atomic ball. Yes, I've I've heard of icy hot. I just couldn't remember that. That's what it because I don't pay attention to Shaq's commercials. You know, but uh, well, you brought it up. I know. You said the that bone commercial that he does. I, I understand that he does commercials. It doesn't mean I listen to them. <laughs> but he 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 does a lot of that stuff and. Have you ever heard of Atomic Bomb? Uh, I haven't, but it does look like it's the same thing as Icy Hot, yeah, just I'm sure. very old. <laughs> like the, the labeling on the bottle looks like 1961. Like the, the, now listen, the, the, old... joke, the joke of it going in the jock, that's Atomic Bomb. That, that, that's when I first heard that back in the day. Yeah, Walter you know. Payton says he used uh, Icy Hot Maybe when he got Mike Singletary. Atomic bomb. I'm picturing the 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 guy in the onesie with the mustache that's that's twirled up, tossing around the medicine ball, and then going yes. and then going. Ah, my my sore muscles. I need some atomic bomb. You mean the strong man from the circus? Yeah, that guy? right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I'm done hurling around these barbells, I use atomic bomb. It also works to curl my mustache. You guys, now we have a lot of listeners right now and know all about atomic bombs. So, I mean, they're they're just all they're thinking, looking at you and and saying what Lavelle said to the guys back in the day, you know, rookies. I mean, you you have to have lived a little bit. That's all. I'm sure that when you are, you know, 79 years old and you'll be talking about Icy Hot and people are going, what? Oh. I don't know how we got here. Oh yeah, Shaq. Yeah, uh, Rudy. Uh, Rudy, Rudy tweeted out that uh, that he doesn't care. He basically said, "You can say well, whatever. No I'll I'll uh, prove you wrong." But actually, the he, thing is, he does care. He does, he does care, care, right? Rudy yeah. cares about that stuff. But Shaq has always had this like a true a true big man is this, a true big man is that, and I've always found that obnoxious because Shaq wasn't good at basketball. He was just giant and uberly athletic. Well, I'm not going to go there. With if you. if Akeem wants to, to weigh in, that river. if Akeem wants to weigh in, I'll listen. But spare me, uh, giant bowling ball, O'Neal. <laughs> there is some irony in him ripping his uh, point average when Shaq used to just push people out of the way and dunk. You know. Yes, thank but you. He, but he was awfully good at it. <laughs> in the same way, Hans is awfully awfully good at it. <laughs> And nobody would accuse Hans of being good at basketball. <laughs> well, Shaq was the best at it. You know, he just, yeah, he would. I mean, he was I never understood that. If you, establish pos- if you establish position defensively and the offensive player bumps you off your spot, not once, not twice, but three times until you fly into the seats, yeah, it, and then that's good? It, it's a foul. It, it, it always was. It always was a foul. It should have been a foul then. 
but, but he was take good that at icy that. hot and put it in his jock, maybe, you know. Oh, jeez. All right. Uh, productive segment, uh, as usual. Uh, what do you mean? That was very productive. A lot happened. We'll break down the jazz at some point today, uh, yeah, I promise. We, we will know. get into that. I, no, uh, we, we said it. They shot the ball great, and Rudy stopped the defense. And, they, you know, and, that, and then now that, we're talking we, about atomic bomb. Uh, it is hot. <laughs> I would suggest. Is that? Even I've tweeted out a picture of it, yeah, by the way. I, 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 can you still get it? Yeah, yeah. They okay. they haven't made it since the eighties, well, but it's available. I mean, does it does it fit into the same category as like Absorbing Junior? What is what? that? <laughs> now you're Absorbing just, you're Junior. Just making stuff up now. No. A B S O R B I N E Junior. Check that out. Whoever's, well, you might as well tweet out a picture of that, too. Tell you what, whoever's doing the labeling, like the what are they, the marketing person who came up with the label or whatever for Atomic Bomb, should be fired. I mean, it's just <laughs> blue lettering on a plain white jar. No wonder Icy Hot's winning. Well, Icy Hot tries. Yeah, they, they at least give it, a, give, it a, give it an effort. No, listen, I'm telling you right now, Austin, with your kind of luck bumping into things and stuff, you could use yourself some Absorbing Junior. I'll tell you what, if, if Shaq is doing the endorsements for, for Icy Hot, then Ben Stein is doing the endorsements <laughs> for Atomic Bomb. This is the most boring. I'll bet dry you. red skin. This is the most boring product I'm, I've ever no, no, seen. I'm telling you right now that I bet a good uh, fifth of our listenership has tried Absorbing Junior or Atomic Bomb. Probably the older fifth. <laughs> Stay tuned. More next. Speaking of a fifth, will you hand me one? 1280 The Zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It was really going back and forth with, uh, you know, the pros and cons of everything. You know, I, I talked to Coach A-Rod and, um, you know, he gave me his, his personal thoughts on everything. And then it was kind of, you know, you're going to go back and forth with, with every single pro and con about staying or going. And, and he goes, eventually you just got to come down to the point of, you know, the opportunity will be there. So you just got to do what your heart um, is feeling and, and what your gut is saying. And so uh, really that's what it came down for me. You know, we laid out all the pros and cons and, uh, you know, we listened to what information we were gathering from, from agents or GMs or scouts and, and really, I think it just came down to the, the opportunity I felt, um, you know, was going to be in place for this next year. And so um, I decided to take it and, and bet on myself and, and hope for the best. So, Zach Wilson on with Hans earlier today. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, by the way, my dad texted me, Gordon, and he said uh, – Abs, what is it? Absorbing was. Absorb- we always called it absorbing, Junior. Yeah, you're right. So absorbing was used uh, to treat horses and uh, and their ligaments. Apparently, my great grandfather used it, and uh, with his horses. And absorbing, Junior was the product toned down for human use. How about that? Ah, there you go. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Thanks for weighing in, Dad. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff going on at BYU. Um, 
Over the past few days, uh, Gordon, uh, Zach Wilson right there, uh, he declares himself eligible for the NFL draft, something that, uh, you know, we, we saw coming a, a mile away and strike why the iron's hot, and he looks like he's going to be a first-round draft pick and, and go and get an opportunity to lead an NFL franchise. That That's uh, a lot of exciting stuff happening for him. Yeah, I mean, there. I mean, was there any question? Was there really any question? I don't think so. He's always going to go. Once he, once he uh, achieved the standing that he had this season, there was, I mean, may, maybe maybe he loved college, and I'm sure you know most people do, who have the kind of opportunities he did. But uh, the NFL's calling, man. It's like the prettiest uh, the prettiest girl at your high school dance uh, saying, "Hey, come on over here," you know. That's. Uh, you're not. You're not going to say no. Uh, well, I wouldn't blame him if he, if he did say no. I mean, I. But I'm certainly not going to blame him for for going out and and making that decision. And uh, the interview with Hans was was interesting. Um, he's going out to California to train. John Beck is still going to be a part of that training process. Uh, not not sure. I I think he might fly this time. But I don't know that. I don't know that for sure. In his private jet. Uh, but uh, but yeah, he's off. Uh, uh, also, Dax Milne uh, decided uh, that he was going to go. Um, you know, I, I it'll be interesting to see. You know, if he goes in the draft. But you know, Zach should be first round, first day. And uh, I hope I hope he lands with a good franchise. Meaning, I hope he doesn't land with the Jets. I hope he lands with a, a franchise that that you know, will make smart decisions and give him the best opportunity to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. where do you think he's going to go? I mean, if you were to guess, what, what do you think is going to happen? You know, uh, with the way Ohio State dominated their bowl game, it seems like that that impressed a lot of people. I just I just wonder whether he'll be the second or third quarterback taken. Well, I think it would benefit him uh, to go someplace where he can sit for a minute. I mean – you know, Jordan Love, he, he might be sitting for a while, but I don't think it's the worst thing uh, in the world to go in and have a year or two to to adjust and to learn and all those sorts of things. Like if, if he ended up somewhere like the Bucks, where he could sit behind your boy uh, Tommy for a year or whatever if he comes <laughs> back and plays again. I mean, I, I, I think that could benefit. Well, I mean, how many times have we seen the, you know, the, the story over and over again where you draft the, the first-round quarterback and everybody's excited about him and you put him out there? And he's not ready, and it goes south quick. You know, we've well, there's a, a couple of cases uh, in the NFL right now of that. Uh, certainly with Carson Wentz, uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know which team is going to take Zach. But you're looking at what the Jags, the Jets, the Falcons. Who who else is in the market for a quarterback? Maybe the Panthers. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we could we could go through a team by team. I think uh, you know the, the the Panthers would be an interesting spot for him because uh, the, that coach comes from the college ranks and maybe could design something that would would fit what Zach Wilson's game is right now. But uh, I just hope he goes to a good franchise. I think that's that's the most important part. Like in the NBA, you don't want to get drafted by the Kings. In the yeah. NFL, I don't want to get drafted <laughs> by the Jets. <laughs> Well, we said that to Matt. Matt, remember, Matt said, hey, "Wait, wait, wait a minute." You know, he he believed that the Jets were on the upswing. Uh, Matt Williamson, our our NFL insider, yeah. maybe I don't know when when was the last time the Jets were good. <laughs> Two thousand nine, sixty nine. 
I mean, they had a run with Curtis Martin there with Rex Ryan where they were okay, right? But that was a long time ago now. Don't forget Chad Pennington. Oh. Mark Mark Sanchez took him to a, an AFC title game, right? He did. So, well, he was on the team. Right. That was, Cur- that was the Curtis Martin years. Right. Yes. Exactly. Okay, so if you could pick a team that you think would be the perfect fit for him, aside from picking you know, one of the great teams in the league, who do, who – where, where's the favorable landing spot for Zach Wilson? All right, bear with me the, here. The 49ers, maybe? 49ers, that, that, would, that would be good, although he would be expected since their reports came out that they're moving off Jimmy G. Yeah. I mean, he would be expected to step in and, and, and compete right away. And I was about to say Dallas, hmm. uh, but that might be the same situation, depending on if they move off Dak Prescott or not, which I would. Hmm. Well, or maybe a yeah, franchise I, I, Dak one more year, and then it would be nice to see some surprises. And it would, you know, but do you think Justin Fields is definitely the number two after the way he played in that bowl game? I'm, I'm not sure how scouts, how how malleable they are after watching a game like that. He sure played well in that game. I'll tell you what: um, if the Jets change their mind based on one game, then that's a really Jets thing to do. <laughs> So I would hope that nobody changed their mind based on one game. But if anybody were to change their mind based on one football game, it would be the Jets. So, <laughs> I, well, they're going to have a new. They're going to have a new coach. They're going to have you know. I mean, whether again, whether that matters at all, like you were talking about. I mean, I'm not sure that it does. What would what would be the most Jets thing they could do uh, to hire a new head coach? Rehire Adam Gase. <laughs> He had to reapply. He, he nailed the think, interview. Uh, could they could they call Weeb Eubank uh, from the Great Beyond back? I don't know, but Woody Johnson is coming back from his ambassadorship, so <laughs> they're right. going they're going from the the bozo kid to the bozo dad again. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. If I'm Zach, I know we've had this conversation before, but would you rather have a bigger paycheck right off the bat or make less money initially and go to a better outfit. Give me the better fit, for sure. I mean, if you're going to be a first-rounder either way. If you had to tell me whether I wanted to be a first-rounder with a bad fit or an undrafted free agent, give me give me first-rounder, obviously. But in this circumstance, I'd much rather uh, have a situation where I could get a second contract. I mean, look at Dwayne Haskins. He's he's He didn't even make it three years. Cut. Yeah. Not traded, but cut. Yep. It's true. Of course, some of that had to do with his behavior as well. Uh, I don't think so. I think all of it had to know. do with his, his uh, play on the field. You don't think it had anything to do with him strolling through various uh, allegedly uh, strip clubs? Well, let me let me ask you this. If he were balling out, do you think <laughs> that they would care one way or another? Strong point, Jake. Strong point. <laughs> if that were... And not that, uh, uh, well, if that were Ben Roethlisberger, do you think he would be <laughs> cut? No, no, Ben's had his uh, He's done worse than wasn't times. cut. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Sneak that in there. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, it, but it'll be fun to, it, it's always interesting when you have a local kid that you've seen a lot of go high in the draft like that. I mean, it's. When Alex Smith went number one, I mean that was fun to watch. And, wait, and, wait, wait! Uh, you, division winner Alex Smith, please. 
<laughs> Division so, champion so Alex Smith, AP comeback player of the year, <laughs> Alex Smith. Well, I mean, yeah. He did you see that trophy his wife made? I did. Yeah, that was cool. You know who's um, not a division winner? Division champ? Uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, okay, just Taysom just Hill's one more a division time. champ. Just, just hold on. One more time. What were the records of the teams? I'm not talking about well, the well, well, I'm I know, talking but I about am. the division I, champion. I, I am. What's the record? I'm not even going to look it up. Uh, it's 7 and 9. The Washington football team was 7 and 9, and what was uh what what were the Bucks? What were they? I'm not looking this up five. for you. I uh, think that had some. They were 11 and 5. It's a rhetorical question. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Hold and I on think there. Mr. Brady may have had something to do with that, throwing 40 touchdown passes and throwing for like 4,600 yards or something. Now, what place did the Buccaneers take in the NFC South? Not first. It wasn't first. I think that but was the is, Okay, but, but is it the Bucks' fault who, they're, who else they have in their division? Now, bear with me here. What place did the Washington football team take in their division? Not second. Not second. Not second. That was Jake, the Giants. Jake, uh, they took first. Let me Division champions. They were seven and nine. One team's getting a banner. One team is getting a banner okay, and one team about, is nobody not. Nobody cares about that stuff. There's so many divisions in you're football. You're such a Tom you're, Brady fan. At, no, I'm not. I'm just saying that you guys are dogging him all the time. And he just had a great year. He's 43 years old. Give the man some credit. Yeah, you Quit love talking about it. deflated footballs and stuff that he had nothing to do with, like videoing other teams. He certainly benefited from that. And, uh, you, you know, if if you're a fan of the guy and he cheats, that's okay. But if you don't, not a fan of the guy and he cheats, well, then, you know, throw the book at him. I got it. How, how did we get to, back to this again? You did it. No, I didn't. Your love of Tom Brady brought us back to this place. <laughs> did not. We need a song to play yeah, underneath we his do. Tom Brady love. <laughs> no, I'm Maybe just that, saying. Maybe that hungry eyes. <laughs> no, 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 my, my point to you guys was just give the guy, you know, some credit. That's all. And and that's not what we were about, talking about. about Weren't we the, talking about quarterbacks being drafted? What would he have? How we about get the here? simply the best? Oh, Unchained Melody. Good call. <laughs> Gordon and Brady at the pottery wheel. Hey, uh, <laughs> what were Tom's stats again, Gordon? <laughs> 40 touchdowns and like I forget the exact number of yards but it was over 4500 and how many games did he win again 11 and what color are his eyes <laughs> I don't what well, are they blue I don't know hazel I don't know what color his eyes are <sighs> oh that's so funny Hilarious. Anyway, Zach Wilson, hope he uh, uh, finds a good fit. That was the point of that segment. Coming up next, uh, coaching changes at BYU. Uh, We'll get into that uh, straight ahead. Stay tuned. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This is the big show. <laughs> Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, Jeff Grimes is uh, leaving BYU. Gordon, I know you've uh, been working on a column about it for SL Tri- Salt Lake Tribune, sltrib.com. Uh, I did get my Sunday paper, which was nice uh, yesterday because I know it's a n- new world there in newspapers. But uh, uh, Gordon Grimes is going to Baylor. He's going to be the offensive coordinator there, and uh, BYU will uh, – now have to replace him. Yeah, some people, you know, fans typically when a, when someone takes a job, uh, pretty much the same job elsewhere, uh, then they then they might take a little offense at that, even though it's understandable uh, in this case for reasons beyond just money. And I am assuming that he's going to make more bail. Or wouldn't you? Is that a, is that a fair guess? You think? Yeah, mm-hmm. I would guess he's making more money. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so he's going there. He's going to make more money. He's going to. Uh, he's got a team that's in a in the Big Twelve, and uh, but he's got other reasons too. Texas is his home. That's where he's from. That's where he learned his football. That's that is home to him. And and uh, he he's uh, born and raised Baptist, you know. And so in in his statement about the move, how excited he was to go to Baylor. Um, he, uh, he said that his, his, I mean, I'm paraphrasing here, but essentially is that his, he, the school aligns with him as far as his, the way he thinks. So I'm, I'm assuming that has much to do with it, but anyway, and beyond that, I think BYU is in good shape. They've got really good offensive minds in that program, uh, by which, Grimes benefited. I mean, Aaron Rod, uh, Aaron, I'm sorry, Aaron, hey, Rod, Aaron Roderick and, uh, and Fessy Sataki, those guys are pretty smart. They know their football. And uh, I think if they elevate one of those guys, they'll be fine. I think everybody's thinking that's the plan, right? Uh, that they have in-house candidates that uh, were, were doing a good job and and probably deserve uh, a little bit of a, a bump in authority. I think that's kind of what everybody's thinking, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I we'd both be surprised just, if they went out, yeah. outside of the out of house or whatever. Well, there's no need to, in my opinion, based on my conversations with those guys. I'm I'm very impressed uh, with the way they think and and the way they approach football. And Aaron Roderick, for instance, I mean, some people remember when he was at Utah and his hands were tied a bit there. And uh, he he is a much broader football thinker than what he was allowed to show with the Utes. And uh, so that would be a great choice, I think, for the Cougars. But uh, obviously we'll have to wait and see how it turns out. But, yeah, Jeff Grimes, talented guy, smart guy. And in my column, and you can find it at sltrib.com, I go back and I've had some conversations with him about his past and the way he thinks and and his path to where he is now. 
And so I review some of that. And uh, he's an interesting guy. He's an impressive guy, but not irreplaceable. No, and this has kind of been his M.O. a little bit, too. He's moved around a lot uh, during his career. so Which is really ironic, Jake, because, I mean, when he, when I talked with him many years ago, when he came to BYU the first time, I remember talking to him because he had already been at Boise State and Arizona State and some small school uh, somewhere. And he, uh, when he was deciding to become a, a football coach, he loved football, and he had worked other jobs. He had been like a forklift driver operator, and he'd been like selling insurance and, and uh, advertising coupons and all this kind of thing. And he said one day it just dawned on him that, oh, I want to coach football. But he's, he's a family man. And he was worried about so you know moving his family a lot. He was worried about the long hours that he would have to work because he had you know he's planted fundamentally in in uh, a balanced life, and sometimes that's not the way it works at big time football programs. But that was important to him. And yet you're right, he has moved a whole lot. So I, I guess somehow he was satisfied that his family wouldn't be hurt by that. Well, and there's a there's a certain strike when the iron's hot too, uh, when it comes to the coaching world, right? You know, you you might be uh, the the big thing today, but tomorrow you might not, right? I mean, Arizona just paid Kevin Sumlin to go away, and he was the <laughs> he was the the genius behind Johnny Football, right? Well, so, by the way, can I just have a little aside here and consider the amount of money that's being paid to fired coaches? Fired college coaches. I mean, you could pay down to freaking national debt. It's unbelievable how much money is being handed guys for sitting on their duffs on a couch somewhere. What a waste of money. Well, Ridiculous. I uh, I talked to Hans about this. I jumped on with him uh, during his show for a minute. Um, I find it really offensive, to be honest. I mean, during this world, uh, when it was, and I believe this, it was important to play. There were a lot of people that depend on, you know, make their living in the world of sport. I, I thought uh, the consideration of, of all that was, was really, really important. So to, to say, you know, uh, there's a lot on the line here, and then just so brazenly being willing to hand out that kind of money in, in payoffs is, I, I personally, I find it offensive. I really do. I mean, you and I both personally know people at uh, local universities that have been laid off and furloughed during the, the mm-hmm. coronavirus. And, yeah. and, and uh, I think you, find, you can find $10 million to pay Kevin Sumlin to go away, but you lay off the SID. You know? Right, like I, right. I, and, and basically, you can't just wait another year. I mean, the players are getting another year. I mean, is it really that important that Kevin Sumlin is gone today? That you're going to do that? I I I find that offensive. Gus Malzahn's was like 21 million bucks. Yeah, I mean it is a lot of money. And Jake, like you were saying, we thought that once this season started, that n- no coaches would be. Well, we probably didn't think this, but we we wanted to think it. I did. That I no, thought it. Nobody, yeah, nobody would get fired, and uh, and now you have all these guys fired, being paid all this money with this with this financial crunch that is afflicting so many schools, and, and yet they're doing it anyway. Yeah. And it, it's, it, it is pretty crazy. But anyway, uh, back to Jeff Grimes. He's, he's going to Baylor. It's a place he feels a connection to. And uh, when he says, I am f- so, he said, I'm absolutely fired up to uh, coach the Bears. 
some BYU fans might uh, that might not go down all that well for them, but there are extenuating circumstances beyond money and beyond being in a in a P five conference. Uh, I saw just real quick a recruit tweet out after. Coach Grimes had changed his profile, changed it all to Baylor. A recruit tweeted out that Jeff Grimes had just barely that moment called him and offered him a walk-on, preferred walk-on at BYU. So it's not like he's putting deuces up to no, BYU. Right. He's, yeah. he's right. leaving on good yeah. terms. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, he always said he liked it at BYU. I, I believe him. Or he wouldn't have come back. You know, I, I think he's exactly. probably got nothing nothing but love for the Cougs. But this is a different opportunity. You can't blame a guy if he's, you know, this is what's best for his personal life and his career. I, I, I get it 100%. Right. He's, a, he's a family guy, and he is a religious man. And he, he found some comfort at, at BYU from a standpoint of, of the way things were done down there and the way he uh, fit in. Even though he's he's not LDS, but he's he, there's no other way to say it. But to, for everything that I've ever experienced around Jeff Grimes, he's a good man, you know, and uh, he fit in well down there. I think they liked him, but uh, he was he got an opportunity, and he was a finalist for the Broyles Award, like we were saying, and he uh, did strike where the iron was hot while it was hot. Big thanks to the title sponsor of the big show. That would be Big O. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires and save up to $150 on a set of Big O brand tires today. Matt Harping is next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.